Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another super special episode bonus extravaganza Spider-Man prep, getting us ready (laughs) for what we have seen and what we will see in the new Spider-Man movie. Now, by the time of us recording this, people have already seen, not general public, but uh, they've already done screenings, so people are Mm -hmm. already spoiling the movie so be careful out there if you don't want it spoiled for you just delete (laughs) twitter off your phone true or mute (laughs) spider-man yeah join us in self-imposed internet reclusion (laughs) yeah and you can join us in uh in our guesswork of what we think is going to happen um (laughs) as opposed to getting what actually happens ruined for you so Unless we, we, what if we guess everything right and we just ruined it for everybody? <gasps> then we're magic. <laughs> well, today we are talking about the amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 and, of course, Enter the Spider-Verse because how can you not talk about that when that's essentially the premise of the new movie? So uh, we'll start with Amazing Spider-Man. Um, before we get super into these movies i really like these movies (laughs) i think that it is a different peter parker for sure it is like a more cocky full of himself peter parker which like i wasn't super jazzed about but i do like the more fresh takes that they gave in this movie um in our first special Spider-Man prep episode, we kind of talked about how the Raimi movies were more comic booky, where Amazing Spider-Man seems to fit more in line with the MCU movies, where it's kind of like a more modernish take on comic books and superheroes. Uh, so I was super excited when we talked about doing this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to watch Amazing Spider-Man again. Uh, so I guess those are my initial feelings for getting to, to watch these again. <laughs> Not quite as nostalgic as the original Spider-Man trilogy, but still a lot of fun. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there, especially for me. It's like this isn't like my version of Peter Parker. Like I'm initially going to go to like the Raimi trilogy because that's just what I grew up with. But 
it was fun to rewatch these. Um, these are the two that I've recently rewatched, and my opinions on them did change. Um, I'll agree a little bit. Like, yeah, this definitely feels a little bit more modern. Could in go in line with the MCU. This felt more video game esque. I mean, a lot of these, it, there's just a lot of things that just felt like very video game like. <laughs> like, oh, I could see mis- myself playing through that mission and doing all that stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, not my favorite Peter Parker at all. Um, th- that was like probably the biggest struggle because, like, there's just a vibe. It's just not a Peter Parker <laughs> vibe at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not like the right image there, but pretty freaking amazing spider-man <laughs> like everything all little details like i think that's what blew me away is like i'm just not really paying attention to the kind of little details you get um when he's spider-man and i like the the tone and the attitude he has as spider-man it's very fun uh very comical very uh, we get a little bit of matrix-esque type moments especially mm. in the second film which is kind of cool just to see like what you know how's he gonna save these people um yeah and we 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 kind of keep on track it's it's weird like if you look at like the aunt may character it's like younger and younger and younger <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah uh definitely excited to get into the take with his parents i think that's what excited me the most on these films mm-hmm. yeah that was definitely something different mm-hmm. um getting to see his parents how about you elisa um, I like I mentioned before that uh, until uh, we decided to do this rewatch, I had only ever seen The Amazing Spider-Man, and I've on- I'd only seen it once. Um, and so I was actually surprised with how much I enjoyed it, because clearly it didn't get into my brain the way that the original trilogy did if I didn't sit down and rewatch it over and over and over again. Um, I remember being uh, cautiously optimistic back in the day whenever they announced that they were making it because it did feel a little bit gun jumpy to me. Like it was too early to reboot the franchise, but then they cast Andrew Garfield, who I already knew was great. Um, what you guys are saying about him, maybe not having the right vibe to be Peter Parker. I, I do get that. He's just a hair too cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, mm-hmm. yeah. he's an amazing actor. I mean, we've yeah. seen since then, he's been nominated for like multiple Oscars and Tony's just like left and right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I totally don't buy him as being like this loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That everybody just like makes fun of. It, no, absolutely not. Yeah, he's um, like not quite geeky enough. Any skateboards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he like you guys were were saying how this this uh, Peter Parker captures that aspect of his character that's supposed to be uh, very techy, geeky, mm-hmm. uh, and they he does that pretty well like that reads well but still the whole uh you know i'm just a high school dork i'm just a little baby 16 year old like that (laughs) no not at all uh i think overall he uh, gives a strong performance i loved emma stone in this movie she's one of my most favorite actresses (laughs) i I remember they were dating at this time so rest in peace that couple (laughs) because that's adorable um and Gwen is, uh, the way that they use her here, a much stronger character than Mary Jane was in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. We've got a lot of cool, like, uh, side characters. Aunt May is Sally Field. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Love her. And also, <laughs> it makes sense for him to have an aunt who's more 
<laughs> this more Sally Field or even Marissa Tomei's age than it does for him to have like a 75 year old aunt when he's 15 or 16. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, so it is the the Benjamin buttoning of the ants in <laughs> in the Spider-Man movies doesn't bother me. I'm on board for it. Um, but yeah, I was surprised at how much I found myself enjoying these. They definitely have a really different vibe from mm-hmm. Raimi. And I do think the, the tone is even different from the stuff we see in the MCU now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's darker. It is a little bit more angsty it's a little bit teen yeah <laughs> angsty uh, well like the second those. one is definitely darker <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah that's that's true um but it's like got all the soft rock sad boy songs mm. in it it's just like it does it doesn't feel like like the blockbuster thing that they were going for with the first movies mm-hmm. uh, or with yeah. uh anything in the mcu so i liked it there's a lot of things to like about it um but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the uh, the nostalgia factor working for it. It doesn't remind me of little preteen Elisa back in the day, uh, because I was fully in my twenties when this came out. I wonder if that's because they didn't complete it. Like, if they actually completed this with the third and final film, if it could kind of hold that kind of nostalgia ground. I'm sure for that's some the people end- it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it maybe maybe not. Not necessarily a nostalgic ground, but I think that that's one of the like leading factors for people who either haven't seen these movies to watch them, or the people that did see them to just be like, "Well, I'm never watching those again." Like that Spider-Man was terrible, but it's like if you do watch it a couple times, you you see the value mm-hmm. in these two movies. I think it's just like it was such a such a huge setup at the end of the movie to mm-hmm. then never follow up on. It wasn't like they teased like, oh, Venom's in the next movie. No, it mm-hmm. was like, look, here's everything we need to make to make the next movie a Sinister Six movie. They even had like the creepy guy in the shadows at the end of the first movie. He comes in the second movie through Oscorp. Like they set up a third movie. Yeah. Like a solid so, third movie, and then that was it. The the guy in the shadows, I dove into his story because uh, I wasn't super familiar with it. And holy crap, it's it's dark. Like we say, this these these aren't dark, but when you look at his story and and all of what he went through and how it connects to Peter's parents and what Peter's gone through, like this stuff was going going on a dark darkish route. Yeah, and it's very unfortunate that they couldn't like finish that because I'm curious if they, you know, would have like kind of went with his story. I'm very, very curious to see what direction they wanted to go because mm-hmm. you can't just be like, oh, here's Sinister Six, and then Peter, you know, Spider Man defeats them, and like, like there, there had to be so much there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that would have been like a two part movie because <laughs> you need to kind of really understand like. Um, more of like his parents and what they were doing and what happened. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't think that they were setting this up to just be a trilogy. I think they were setting this up to be like a branching series where like mm-hmm. they could do Spider-Man. Then this amazing Spider-Man two was going to set up 
like a movie about the Sinister Six maybe coming together. And then mm-hmm. there would be a Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 3 that was separate from the Sinister Six movie that would then be like him was... confronting the Sinister yeah. Six. Actually, wasn't that the rumor? Was that yeah, there was the going to be a film that was specifically just the Sinister Six? They also did this thing where they the Daily Bugle has a website like mm-hmm. in real life. And uh, before, I want to say before the second movie, they started like making all these posts and they were all like fictional, right? But it was like Killer Cassidy caught. Um, they did one about Electro. They did one about Doc Ock. They did one about the Vulture. But they were just like putting all of these posts out there as sort of like teasers so i think that somebody somewhere had set up like a full universe for all this to take place and it's sad that we never got to see that realized past the second movie like if we had gotten to movie four and then they had stopped i think it would feel more complete this is just like basically leaves you on a cliffhanger and then you're just there forever like so i i do hope that in far for no way home that if they are in this movie (laughs) that there is some sort of like continuation of amazing spider-man or that like he's coming into this movie maybe, like, more grizzled and beaten down because, like, the Sinister Six have, like, taken over his universe. Hmm. I don't. I, I feel like there's a lot of cool things that they could do based on what we know about the Andrew Garfield universe. Yeah. I was thinking a lot about that in terms of, like, okay, if, if they do pull in the other Spider-Men, at what moment like what are they going through personally and does that carry over Mm -hmm. because could this be the moment right when if we just want to jump around we can just go at the very end of like part two uh with the death of uh gwen stacy like because he's just beat down right there Mm -hmm. (laughs) like not wanting to be spider-man at all or could this be post that i don't know i hope that it's like because oh, what are they going to de-age Tobey Maguire? Like, I, I think that this has to be in the future in those universes. And so we're getting a Tobey Maguire universe Spider-Man who maybe was more successful, a little bit happier in his life. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man and then we're getting like an Andrew Garfield from like the darker spider universe where he's more beaten down and he's had to deal with like more loss. He's a little bit more like grizzled, angry maybe. I think that that would be that would be just like a more fun dynamic for then to have Tom Holland and like he's this young new spider-man and he's having to see maybe like the potential outcomes of his actions through these other two completely different spider-men 
I don't know. I think that that would be that would be really fascinating. I don't think we're gonna get if we do see them, which which I feel like we are going to see them. I'm not expecting very much dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be very surprised if we get to see them like in like the second act. It's got to be like near the end, and it's probably gonna be in more on a battle style sequence. They mm-hmm. could pull an end game. <laughs> could be very similar to like end game where it's just like <laughs> show up and. You know, I need to look up which Spider-Man it is, but I had a thought while I was watching this movie only because I'm on this like kick of if they bring in Andrew Garfield, I want him to be like angry old (laughs) Spider-Man, not old, but like (laughs) he's been doing it for a while now, but he's like had to turn a little bit darker than normal Spider-Man. There is a Spider-Man in one universe that has like a cyborg arm hmm. and like part of his head I think is a cyborg but I don't I don't remember what his like story is but I don't that's what I think of I'm like man I hope like Andrew Garfield swings in a spider-man <laughs> and then at some point like half of his mask is ripped off and it's just like metal with a robot <laughs> eye and you're like oh it's like Terminator spider-man I don't think that that's going to happen, but if there's time for him to get to know the other two Spider-Men, I can anticipate Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man being kind of like like a dad figure for uh, our Peter because mm-hmm. he's like you would say uh, a little bit older, more stable. He's probably married to Mary Jane by now. They probably have between yeah. two and ninety children. And then we've got <laughs> Andrew Garfield, who's probably more like. Uh, like, I don't want to say the cool uncle, but definitely more of an uncle guy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to help you out. But don't forget, I do have my own stuff. I can't be spending all my time mentoring. <laughs> do we think we'll see uh, Raimi MJ and amazing Gwen Stacy? I'm going to vote yes on uh, Raimi MJ and no on Gwen Stacy. Interesting. Well, she's dead. Well, well uh, but again, like, when is all this going down? Like, how, you know, because I could see this, you know, it's, oh, it's just so tough because you can see this going in so many different routes because you could see this, like, if the other Spider-Man came through and they had actually, like, some core uh, moments and dialogue where, like, Garfield, Sp- Peter Parker, Spider-Man, it's going to be like, how can I save Gwen? Like, how can I use this technology to go back in that time and fix that? And I don't know. I, I Maybe that's what leads to the multiverse of madness because all the different Spider-Men want to change everything. <laughs> and more from a logistical standpoint, Emma Stone just had a baby. She was probably super duper pregnant yeah. while they were making this movie. Yeah. But Kirsten Dunst wasn't. I, I think that... I think that there's like two, I mean, obviously there's multiple options of what could happen, but I'm kind of looking at it as like there are two things that can happen. Either we're going to get these two extra Spider-Men to show up at some point to, like you said, either just like pop in and help with a big fight and then go back to their universes, or we're going to get them and there's going to be some sort of story where like they need to get back because this, that, or the other, or we're going to get some sort of like 
what have they been up to? Or like you said, like, where does this fit in the timeline of their universe? But I feel like it's going to be one or the other. I don't think we're going to get like a little bit of story and a fight with them. It's like either they're going to show up and tell us story or they're just going to show up for like a, hey, remember other Spider-Man movies? (laughs) And then they're gone. It's such a like, it's kind of a a tightrope that they have to walk on here because obviously everybody would be super stoked to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back. But I don't think that anybody at Marvel or Sony or any of these actors want to overshadow Tom Holland. Mm-hmm, yeah. So how much how much of a of a big reveal can there be without stealing the show? Yeah, that's a big because I, I think we're we could. I'm gonna throw this out. We'll see Miles Morales. We will have four Spider Men. But do you think? Oh, but to your gonna... point, that would be such a gigantic reveal. Like, yeah, you all you care about is the fact that okay, there's four Spider Men on screen. This is amazing. <laughs> it, yeah, I almost am beginning to suspect that all of the stuff we're seeing with the villains is going to take place in like a small chunk of the movie. Like, like they're playing it, you know what I mean? Like the trailers make it look like mm-hmm. Peter is fighting all these villains from all these different universes and it's going to be like a movie long battle. But I almost feel like maybe they won't and maybe this is just like a trick. Yeah, it's the bulk of it's got to be Peter against Strange. Because mm-hmm. I guess, you know, is it only going to be like Goblin and Doc Ock at initially and because of that you know peter's figuring out like what what's going on there and like what's going to happen or what happens to them Mm -hmm. and then basically just becomes like peter against strange to try to like fix that and then it's just going to continuously get worse and worse and worse i don't know (laughs) i just sorry the picture you sent was funny yeah i sent i sent a picture of uh (laughs) cyborg spider-man um I oh nice. I think Spot the storyline is something like with Deathlock, he gets like Deathlock technology and I don't know. Uh but I mean to both of your points, the line is so razor thin between being too much and being just enough. Because yeah, like if we get three slash four spider-man for the whole movie that's too much that's too in your face but then i also feel that way about the villains where it's like okay if he's gonna fight sinister six that like half come from raimi universe and half come from amazing spider-man universe like that's also too much now we have too many villains because he also is fighting Doctor Strange like it's like it's hurting my brain to think about laying this movie out in a way that remains interesting without making you feel like you're just having stuff shoved in your face for I don't know how long the movie is 90 minutes I'll say that (laughs) 
Whoa. <laughs> There's yeah. no way this thing is much shy of three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, I, all about it. I'm on board. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, let's talk about just some stuff from the two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because I, I feel like we never really went back and touched on the whole parent thing. Um, but I, that was like a huge choice for them to make. Mm-hmm. To be like, not only show us Peter and his parents, but then make his parents have s- some sort of like hold over how he is so smart and gets some of his tech. Like the whole underground lab thing is weird to me only because I think I I do prefer and maybe this just goes back to my preference on my Peter Parker but like I prefer the more like do it at home but like literally at your home Spider-Man like I like Tom Holland's uh he you know he designs all this stuff what at work at the lab or something, or not work at, at school at the lab or something and brings it home and like finishes whatever he's doing at home. But it's not like he has like a secret spider layer where he goes and he works on all his tech. Um, and then on top of that, it's like, oh yeah, but that's his dad's secret spider layer where his dad did all these experiments. And it's like, what is this storyline that his dad was doing all this stuff? I don't know. I thought it was weird for them to almost shoehorn that in there. Honestly, well, no, I I was just going to say, I was trying to go back because I just watched these, but maybe that was one detail I like overlooked because I thought he was just doing all this from home. He was at the beginning, but then he finds the, the like lab or whatever. That's right. And then he's and inside the lab is like all this stuff that he's able to use to like make his, his web stronger or yeah. something. And like, cause oh. I, I do remember like he finds it's like he found like more or less the web shooter. It was like already made. Yeah. And he's just tinkering with it. And then later on, you know, when he's kind of first Spider-Man, he's like, Oh, you like this? Yeah. It's kind of my, you know, design. I was like, but wait, you didn't really design yeah. that. And, and the web, the web fluid formula isn't even his. Like right, he, he yeah, it was already that. done. So yeah. it's like, this is weird. You're like, you're telling me that he's smart, but then everything he's doing is stolen. I mean, you know, air quotes, stolen. But still, he he's not designing any of this stuff. So it's like, I don't know where you fit. Are you smart, Peter? I mean, we know that you're like cool emo, Peter. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I think that that's that was just a choice. <laughs> uh, it still does look like he makes his own costumes, so he is at <laughs> mm-hmm. least going down to Joanne Fabric a few times a year, <laughs> picking that up. I saw uh, this weekend. I almost sent it to you guys, but it was a fan theory that said that you know a lot of people think that it's weird that every version of Spider-Man is capable of making these like incredible costumes, just like 
I guess, just at his sewing machine or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they said it might be part of his powers because spiders can create webs. Mm -hmm. And so it could be that it also gave him like a natural ability to work with fibers and fabrics. And I was like, wow. (laughs) I like that. You just wake up one day and not only are you Spider-Man, but you also are a heck of a crafter. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of makes me respect uh, kick-ass though. Just because this is mm. like, let me order this off eBay. <laughs> I think that it, I did like that in the MCU's version where like he has kind of like a crappy homemade costume. And then the way that he gets his Spider-Man costume is that Tony makes it for him. And I was like, oh, that's a cool way to kind of explain that away. Right. Like, how did he get this super durable? Like, because you also have to think. And again, it's just, I mean, it's a comic book, right? So you can't think too hard about it. But like, he uses the little hairs on his hands and his feet to climb on walls. Mm-hmm. Yet, Spider Man wears shoes and gloves. The hairs can't be big enough to stick right. out of the gloves and the shoes. So, how does that work? Yeah. That is never, why isn't, why, like, why aren't his spider gloves fingerless? He just has tattoos of gloves on his hands. That's the one. That's how he yeah. does it. I mean, while, and he's just like totally normal walking down the street with his spider hands. Right. Spider hands. While we're, while we're talking about like suits, like there's, I mean, this is in like the trailer, which we've seen, but it, but I think we see this like in, in the other movies as well, but like the whole nano suit, mm-hmm. that's I'm some part of that. I just don't buy like Holland's wearing like a full on suit. And then his nano suit covers that. Mm-hmm. I was like, you gotta be uncomfortable, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, I think that they they stretched the the like suit abilities a little far, but I think it was the MCU's way of kind of like explaining away like, does Iron Man have to put on his suit every time he wants to fly around as Iron Man? They're like, nah, he's got a the bracelet. The bracelet turns into a suit, and it's like, what? I mean that doesn't make sense, but they don't want to. They don't want to have to show him put on his suit every time. So they, I think they just were like, Spider Man, he's got a Spider Man suit now, and sometimes it's shiny and sometimes it isn't, and sometimes it's a big ball of goo that just sort of turns into a suit. And you're like, what? okay, all right. <laughs> I think at this point they just want to kind of like. I would be fine if he was just in his suit sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're past the point of needing to know how he put on his suit. Just yeah. don't bother. Elon, get on this. Make us some suits. <laughs> he, you know, he already has it. Already has it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, what's he taking off into space in? Uh, well, I, I mean, the first movie's good. If you haven't seen them... I suggest going to watch them. They're fun. I think for me, the second movie is better. Um, for a couple reasons. One of them is the fact that it like builds you up so much to then get let down. But the buildup is so much fun. Um, I think that this movie does, or these movies both, do a really good job of like, everything is really dark. Like, palette wise like he's it's always it's not always but a lot of times it's Mm -hmm. at night and he's in the dark and the shadows Mm -hmm. and stuff like that 
but his suit is always colored brightly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's such a cool like it's a cool way to do a dark scene where you think about you know you think about a superhero movie that's super dark palette wise and you're like uh oh is it going to be like a DC movie where they're all wearing like dark costumes and it's dark I don't want that or Venom even think about Venom I mean the last fight in the first Venom movie is Venom who is black and what's the other one iron something i don't know but he's gray and they're fighting at night in the rain and it's like who who thought of this why is this a good idea <laughs> so i appreciate that this movie is like yeah it's dark outside but spider-man suit is somehow always just shiny and bright enough to like stand out so i like that i hope that maybe that carries over if he comes <laughs> into this movie uh I either didn't know or totally forgot that Paul Giamatti was Rano in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he just popped up and I was like, what? Yeah. I, this I think is, that's... This, this is it. This is the thing that no one knows. He's the main villain. Ah. <laughs> what a coon. I get Giamatti in that thing. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that the it was an interesting casting choice, but yeah. I think that it helped that they were like, he's not a huge guy running around it's just like normal guy in a suit of armor and it's like oh okay well that's believable all right Mm -hmm. it's like all right it could be literally anybody in there and it's cool it's i mean you know if they were setting this up to be like in the mcu and have iron man then yeah bye bye it like done Mm -hmm. like he probably could have stole some stark tech and made the suit and Mm -hmm. and i think don't they explain it it's like a construction rock crushing suit or something I feel like that's explained somewhere. That like Probably, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's that some makes, sort sure, of that makes like sense. personal drilling equipment or something that he has turned into this rhino armor. Maybe that's in a comic and I'm just weird. I don't know. You know, that's... Yeah, this is the one like I really wish we got more explanation on is like when uh, Mr. Fears is kind of walking through the, like this hidden secret project lab but it's like all of this tech that's already made. Like you got vultures mm-hmm. wings and you got the arms and like how, like how are they going to like build onto that? Is it like they're just picking random criminals and like you're going to be Doc Ock and you're going to be vulture. Like, yeah, I think that like, that, how does it really tie in with their stories? I think that their story was supposed to be more of the original story with the mystery man where like he creates the sinister six so I could I could see it being less of like a individual stories for the mm-hmm. the villains and more of like pulling people from the raft or mm-hmm. Ravencroft or whatever and and like putting yeah. these criminals in these suits to wreak havoc. Yeah, I could see that. Spoiler alert: It's the Contessa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Let's jump into a little bit of Spider-Verse um, and and kind of go through that. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's kind of... I'm not going to say loose, the loose storyline of this, because I don't think that No Way Home really has anything to do with the Spider-Verse story. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like Marvel's 
version of the spider I don't think we'll ever get a live action Spider-Verse yeah. movie. I think this is as close as we're going to get. So mm-hmm. I think it's... But, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's got so many MCU actors in it already mm-hmm. who are playing different characters. Mm-hmm. Like um, um, Herschel Ali is in this. Haley Steinfeld is in this. Uh, Catherine Holland. Uh, I just, I made this huge, huge list and I was like, good, great. Yep. <laughs> so much overlap. Yeah. I I mean, I loved this movie. When it came out, I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this movie a hundred times. I thought like, not only was it amazing, the story was fun. It was mm-hmm. animated. I mean, the detail that went into like Miles being animated at a different frame rate than Peter mm-hmm. Parker because Peter Parker was a complete Spider-Man where Miles was yeah. learning. And then mm-hmm. later Miles is all of a sudden he's up to the same frame rate. And I was like, what a crazy detail to put into like a children's animated movie about Spider-Man. But like, oh God, it was so cool. <laughs> There's always new stuff that you catch every time that you watch this movie because they've just mm-hmm. crammed so much like mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere into each frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. And like, I was thinking about it earlier this week. So I was like, is this the greatest superhero movie that's ever been made? I, I seriously considered that. But then I thought... I don't think so because I don't think that it has like the emotional stakes of Infinity War, Endgame, mm-hmm, yeah, those movies. Yeah. But I decided it is the best origin story, and it's not just Miles's origin story. It has all of their origins in it. It's got yeah. his and Spider Gwen's and Peter Parker mm-hmm. and Peter B. Parker and everybody. So good, so well done. Yeah. Right now, if you go to like my letterbox on my Spider-Man ranking, this is like my number one. Mm-hmm. I just remember watching the trailer for this once and then I stayed away from it completely. Went and saw this like at a late nine screening and it was like jaw to the ground. This is <laughs> such a fun movie. Um, is the, I can't remember. I, this was streaming on Netflix for a while. I'm not 100% sure if it still is at this point, but if it's streaming it's anywhere, just go watch it. If you haven't seen this, go watch this one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I just remember going in, not really knowing who the villain was going to be. And then like seeing that it was Kingpin. I just thought that's really smart. I thought that was really clever. And, you know, I kept thinking back to, um, Holland's, uh, Spider-Man because we do have some setup there. We, you know, Donald Glover plays Miles' uncle. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm just stuck on like, we've got to be seeing Miles. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's got to make an appearance in some way. Yeah, and I mean, also, side note, we do see Donald Glover in Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, and we see Donald Glover on TV in, in, from Community in uh, in Spider-Verse. That's what they're watching on the TV. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was funny that they were like, yeah. oh, let's put Donald Glover in all these. Um, well, it's also like, I don't know if you followed like... Uh, Donald Glover's like Spider-Man trend on Twitter mm-hmm. or know anything about that story, <laughs> but like I'm sure that a lot of that has to do with it. I think he would have been a great uh, intro for Miles. Yeah. Like I know that he was pushing for that really hard. Um, yeah, and it, he it sucks only, he did it... technically he did get to play Miles, but it was like in uh, one animated series mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. yeah, and so it it kind of sucks that he's. I mean, then again, like. Never say never, right? They could do an older version of Miles. So, like, I 
I think that that would be cool. But I yeah. think with making Tom Holland's Peter Parker so young, mm-hmm. it's like, well, they have to do a younger mm-hmm. Miles because that's the whole point is that Peter has been Spider-Man for a while and he kind of coaches Miles. Yeah. So in regards to casting for that, the person I initially am thinking of is uh, one of the main actors from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Apologies, but I think think that would be a good choice. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I I really do hope that they put him in there. I I think that having having his uncle in the first Spider-Man movie was, I mean, that's a bold move. That's them saying, like, yes, Mm -hmm. Miles Morales exists in this universe somewhere. Yeah. So... Because we don't really know if he's, because uh, he's Shocker, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, no, he's a no Phantom. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember. He's the one in <laughs> Spider Verse. Yeah. Prowler. Sorry. Yeah, Prowler. There you yeah, go. He's Prowler. So could we? <laughs> Like, yeah, we don't really know if Donald Glover's character is Prowler at this moment or if he's just kind of what he's really up to. Yeah. I think that they will give him that role. Um, I think it will be interesting to see how they play it in this. Like, whether it's going to be... I mean, we've already seen that he is a arms dealer slash just nefarious character. So I could see it being a, cause I think in the, in the comics and even in Spider-Verse Prowler is just a general villain, like general yeah. bad guy. He's not like out to get Spider-Man or anything like that. He's just a yeah. bad guy, but I could see maybe in this universe since Tom Holland stopped him, Mm-hmm. in the first Spider-Man, then maybe he's harboring resentment against Spider-Man, so then he becomes like, he takes mm-hmm. on the Prowler mantle to hunt down Spider-Man, and maybe that's his... I could see that being its own movie, though, you know? like Yeah. He's he's and... hunting down Spider-Man, Spider-Man meets Miles, yeah. then there's like a whole conflict of Miles. So and much, like, I don't know. Yeah, so much of this is smart, too, because he could have had his suit custom-made from like Vulture... Or his mm. team, you know, it's just old Stark tech, mm-hmm. like redone. Unless they're going to bring in Kingpin and he's working with Kingpin and Kingpin supplies a suit. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow, won't we? I don't know. <laughs> We're stretching <laughs> on that. But back to... Uh... Yeah, into... I'm going to go out. I need... Yeah. No, I'm, what I need to do before Thursday is I do not own Far From Home and I do not own... Uh, into the Spider-Verse. I need to just go buy those two on Blu-ray. Yeah, we suggest that to everybody. So Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only two days away. So if, uh, if you want to get caught up, you have enough time. If you want to have a Spider-Man marathon and binge all, what, six, seven, <laughs> eight, no, there's nine, right? 
Mm. Has there been three Tom Holland ones or two? There's just been two. No, just two. Okay. But so if yeah, if you wanted to watch like everything, it'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight films. Yeah. <laughs> so you could do it <laughs> if you really wanted to. If you're a big Spider-Man fan. Um, well, yeah. But definitely let us know on social media what you think is going to happen in this Spider-Man movie. Um, please be respectful of everybody who doesn't want things spoiled. So if you do see the movie early, don't post spoilers. Give it, I mean, what, a week, two weeks? I think the general consensus is a week, but some people don't have time in a week. So give it like two or three weeks before you start posting spoilers. Especially if since you're, this is I would such say, a big yeah. <laughs> if you're just a general fan, definitely. You know, if you're a professional critic, you're going to know what to do and... Mm. Um, critique away <laughs> critique away because um, usually they'll put out two they'll do a spoiler free um, based yeah so just avoid spoilers mute everything <laughs> or turn off your phone <laughs> and uh, do what we're doing <laughs> yeah for real and um, don't forget to join us at the regular time this week for our Hawkeye episode because According to Jeremy Renner, this episode's going to blow the internet's mind. So, I don't know what that means. Um, based on a still frame that I saw, and I believe it's in the uh, the scene or whatever that they're showing now, we see the Rogers the Musical thing uh, being promoted in Times Square. So, we're, I'm hoping that maybe some questions are answered tomorrow with when spider-man happens and when hawkeye happens and where they meet so here's hoping uh if you want to hear my my thoughts on that then uh join us join us on wednesday (laughs) well wednesday for patreon join us on thursday for uh if you're not a patron if you're not a patron consider subscribing You get everything a day early uh, and a lightly edited version instead of the fully edited version. So if that's your deal, check out our Patreon. Uh, Anyone have a spider-themed one-liner? Other than with great power, because that doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will will say my one-liner is more of a scene um for those of you that have seen amazing spider-man uh and it's the scene where he puts the guy and pins both of his hands against the wall and then he pretends like he's gonna sneeze and then he shoots the guy uh below the belt with spider web and it's the most un-peter parker thing ever but it's pretty funny so that's my one-liner for this week uh we will see you guys later this week Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.